to Issue 20 of Dad's Got Issues Podcast. Uh, I'm Charlie, and over here next to me is my uh, good buddy Mark. And hey, man, happy uh, happy 20th issue. Yes, happy 20th issue. <laughs> Seems like it just yesterday we started. <laughs> um, so uh, with issue number 20, we're going to take you guys on a trip around the multiverse. Uh, a lot going on in way of the convention scene, believe it or not, even though we can't actually physically go. Um, but... Obviously, the world keeps turning, COVID or no COVID, so we have a ton of entertainment news to get through, um, and then a bunch of collectible stuff. Like I said, I mean, the conventions spared no expense this year, regardless if you were there or not, as far as exclusives and items up for grabs and how you got those items and so on and so forth. Um, so we'll, we'll start off with media, because I think we'll get through that pretty quick. It's just news. Um so, uh, obviously, this past week, they announced uh, Dexter is coming back for a 10-episode miniseries is what they're calling it. I'm like, why don't I just call it season nine? Right. Like, fuck. Like, you, you, you guys weren't really pumping out like 20. I mean, there was a decent amount of episodes per season, but 10 is pretty much standard, standard status for seasons. Um, I'm happy because I watched Dexter. Not live, but I binged it, and I have n- I've never been more pissed off at the end of a show other than The Sopranos. <laughs> Everybody loves the fucking Sopranos, and they, and they all thought, oh, the fucking ending, uh, it's open-ended, it open to it. No, motherfucker. I want to know what happens to Tony Soprano. <laughs> right. And luckily, the director kind of spilled the beans this past year. I mean, I guess he thought we needed a... You needed closure. <laughs> you need a closure during this pandemic. He told you, like, no, he dies. Oh shit! Okay, cool. He got capped then. Awesome. Now I fucking know. Right. Great. Um, same thing with Dexter. Obviously, did you watch Dexter? No, I've never watched it. All right. Um, I won't ruin it. The ending sucks, but I you need to watch it because we're I'm going to talk about Dexter. Oh, one thing we do need to talk about, and I need to know if you did it or not. Did you watch the fucking boys? You promised me you were going to try. So I did get Amazon back. Uh, but there's been uh, other shows that have taken taken priority. Dude, fucking man. Second season ended, and it ended on a banger. Such a good fucking show. <sighs> I know. I'm letting um, you down. So back to Dexter. Yeah, you should definitely. I think Dexter's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so And all seasons are on there, I'm pretty sure. But Dexter's great. Um, the ending is terrible. What I'm hoping with the 10 issues that we're about to get from or 10 episodes we're about to get from um, Showtime is closure is true is a true ending that that fits the character the way he ended it may it was just for it's the worst (laughs) Um, moving on uh, Supernatural is back Um, it's actually funny when Charlie came to the house today i'm actually starting supernatural over from the beginning so i i watch a lot of television i have the the benefit of 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 having some downtime from here and there at work to, to, to catch up on some shows so i try to find like in between like new releases and things like that i like to find old shows either i've watched or haven't watched in a while and i go back and try to re-watch them well supernatural i got 15 seasons 22 episodes a season about a 45 minutes an episode so i got a lot to binge yeah um and it's an easy show to watch you can literally turn it on and just keep going and going and going and going um but season 15 um has uh 
started on television for Supernatural, and they actually just wrapped up filming the second half, which means we are they are officially done. Yep, filming Supernatural. Um, it's a sad day, man. Yes, um, they they've been sharing set photos and videos and things like that. It's very sad. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, obviously, Hollywood is a. It's very similar, to like sports and things. Like, it's it can be a very short lived like moment of of solitude you know what i mean like they they always say like you know i say it to my football players all the time like this is the last time like you, you're gonna suit up with this group of gentlemen like you know you're 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 you know you get 10 games and then next year this whole team will be different and the same thing can be said in hollywood you know just because you know a show successful doesn't mean that like in three years it'll be here where you know supernatural has been a catalyst for the cw network for a better part of probably i mean it's 15 seasons but i mean give or take a year or two probably in between certain seasons you're probably looking at what 20 years 20 something years probably it's been uh, around it's been a minute although no i would say uh it's been no it's been six like 16 years yeah, it's just, yeah. I, i'm sure there's been some delays or stoppages or things like that that have pushed it above the 15 year mark so to speak but that's that's a long time in television man i mean that's like simpsons level long like <laughs> it's, like in, it's a long time yeah for for a weekly episodical show it is it's it's a very long time um but uh congratulations to them yeah. I mean, for real like it, it is impressive and it's still i mean like i said i i haven't watched it as recently and that's part of the reason why i'm binging it because i want to watch all the way to the end um but at the same time it it, it is kind of bittersweet because you know it is one of those shows that you always know will be there or at least you expect it to be there right um yeah and uh we're gonna see you know how they finish it off and yeah. and how they wrap everything up because like there's only a few episodes left and yeah and you and you only get I mean you you've got you've got loose you've got so many loose ends yes and it's like the biggest one being well, where does this story go with God yeah <laughs> and, but and, the thing though too is like it's very similar to Dexter you only get one ending to yeah. leave a lasting impression and if you don't you're gonna have fans talk about it for years until you come back and do a mini well the mini problem season. is like, if you're a super fan of the show right like i don't know if there's any ending that it, you can come up with no. that's going to satisfy everybody no because you've just convinced people that in this universe monsters exist for a better part of you know 15 16 years right yeah. so if it, it if it ends with sam and dean and a white and separate white picket fence houses with wives and kids living this happy life you're like well, there's still monsters out there. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, they don't just go away because you want to be happy. You, like, and that's what I've been trying to figure out. I was like, how could they do it? Like, and, and I always go like, well, as long as, as long as the Winchester boys survive. Yes. Like, as long as they survive, <laughs> we, we've, we've at least accomplished that goal. Yeah. Um, if they don't like, and and that's and that's the thing, they they've died multiple times, both of them. Yeah, and it's like, all right, well, will they survive? Will they be able to continue doing what they do? I don't know. Uh, you know, what's the status of heaven and hell, and and all these characters that you know we've we've grown close to, and you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, but we're about to find out. Yeah. So, um, so. 
it was also announced that my, uh, speaking of CW, um, obviously this isn't on the CW, but CW related. Uh, Michael B. Jordan will be an executive producer on the live action Static Shock movie. Um, now, uh, sometimes when I hear people get a, like an executive producer role, I think to myself, I'm like, it's just because he's who he is. It's like it's a name value thing. Like right. we're gonna attach Michael B. Jordan to Static Shock because he's a young African American male who's massively popular in Hollywood, but maybe he can't play the character. So we'll be like, well, he'll be the visionary director direction of the, the character. So we don't really know quite know what Michael B. Jordan's role is gonna be. I love Michael B. Jordan as an actor. I think he's one of the most compelling young actors in Hollywood. But the problem is I think he would be just too old to be static. Yeah. Which sucks because he, five years ago, six years ago, he'd have been awesome. Um, but obviously Static Shock is getting a lot of love right now. He's mm. getting his comic back. He's getting a live action movie. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see another, like a, a cartoon revival as a result. But I don't have a problem with it. I think he's a great character who DC just kind of abandoned. I mean, he uh, why he can't couldn't have been a Teen Titan or why he couldn't have been, you know, by this point. I mean, he would have been in, as a as a young adult. Like, why is he not taking over the Black Lightning mantle right at this point or something? You know what I mean? Like, or becoming his own whatever you know he wants to be called. Um, but I'm excited for that. I didn't I didn't really we haven't really heard much about that movie, but that's obviously a huge development. Um, Staying in the realm of DC Entertainment Universe, um, you get Shazam is now completely off the filming schedule. Or not Shazam, uh, Black Adam, sorry. It's completely off the filming schedule. It was originally, I think, supposed to start filming and be released 2022, but now it's it, they don't have a date for it attached to it whatsoever. Right. But that was after they moved Shazam. I think they moved Shazam up, Batman back, and something else back. Um, so, I mean, you're you're... You're just looking at all kinds of, of, of moving and shifting because of result of COVID, but it also gives them more time to kind of develop these movies and do them the right way. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Batman resumed filming with some issues with Pattinson and COVID, and then Pattinson's shape and whatever. But they're <laughs> back to filming full time, so um, that'll be done and ready hopefully by end of next year. I think that's when they said we're getting it. Um, well, we also got, uh, so we've got the shows coming out or at least rumors. Well, one of them definitely for sure. Um, the bat wheels cartoon. Yes. That's going to be on cartoon network and HBO max. And it kills me cause we just did the spotlight issue not too long ago on Batman, the animated series. And we said like, Hey, you have, you have a character property and a version of that character property that is ready to print money in the animated series. But <laughs> we get a Batman animated Batmobile show. Like my kid will watch it more than likely. Sure. Like, so like, and obviously it's actually kind of fortunate that my kid is actually getting, we're getting ready to have another child who's a boy who will more likely, if this show is on when he's one or two, will probably be enthralled by it. Oh, yeah. You know, that's sure. what, it, what it's... Because it's, a, it's it's like a Cars universe, but for Batman, Batman vehicles. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, 
it's a kids show, so yeah. I can't we can't beat it up too much. <laughs> I'm sure this will be a great opportunity for it's not screen accurate. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you know, retailers and and toys and stuff, which will be cool. You can always have more bat toys on the shelf for yeah. for kids. Um, but uh, like I said, I think um, I think it'll be I think it'll be popular. Um, these these stations need to start realizing like they need to use the characters properly though. Like Cartoon Network, give us a Batman show or a Justice League show or a Superman show or a Wonder Woman show or something that's DC related. You have the right to the property. Fucking use it. Well, I mean it's not DC, but uh, Hasbro is trying to push the, a Power Rangers animated cartoon. And I'm fine. And, and, and for me, I think that would be tremendously popular. I, I do too. I think people will eat it up. I think it will bring in an entire new generation of kids. And I think it's going to be successful. Well, and, and so to piggyback off that last statement, it'll be successful. You're not reliant on... Old people. Old people. You're not reliant on character or you're not reliant on uh sentai footage yes so you can you can you can create whatever universe it is that you want to use yep you don't have to even change characters you or or anything because you're using voice actors and it doesn't matter how old they are so you're not you know you're not limiting yourself to i only have i can only hire you know these teenage actors and they can only play in the role for two three years maybe and then you got to switch it again. So now I've you. Always, I've always thought that Power Rangers kind of m- missed the mark because obviously they 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 were named the Mighty Morph. Well, the original series for us was Mighty Morphin Power yeah. Rangers. But I think they always missed the mark because they're like, oh, well, they're teenagers. They have to be teenagers. And you're like, well, who the fuck made that role? Like, wh- when? Did, why was there an age limit to what you could do to wear the helmet? Because this is my thought process. They always missed the mark in the sense that, like, why didn't those kids, as they grew and grew older on the show, why didn't they just do what Saved by the Bell did? They went from Bayside High to college, right? Why not do the same thing for the Power Rangers? Because it's a kid's show and they want young people. I know, and I get that. But at the same time, I think it could have been a, it could have been as equally as compelling. Well, that's where boom, um, the, that's where the boom comic comes in, though. Yeah, right? it, it, the, yeah, they're still teenagers, but. You're seeing them mature and and grow. Yeah. Like I said, I think I think there's enough. It's funny because we've said this in our hot off the press issues before. Entertainment universe needs to start respecting where it's getting its its source material from. You need to respect comics. In Boom, having the comic book now, there's there's five years now worth of comic book story you can put into an animated show. And people would eat it up, mm-hmm. like the Shattered Grid thing. Oh I God. guarantee you, if they make an animated show, that that will be part of it, which then leads into Draken, which then leads into the new stuff we're about to get. So, like I said, I, I I'm honestly more excited for that than I am the Batmobile show. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll throw it in there uh, because it's it, it is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Fight Club recently, 20, 21 years since Fight Club released. So it's it, it's legal, legal. It can, <laughs> it, it can drink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. Definitely one of, the, one of the better movies of all time. I mean. But we're not supposed to be talking about it, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
You're also getting the Lego Holiday Special. November, oh, yeah. November, sorry, the Lego Star Wars Hollywood Special, Lego uh, November 17th. Um, or my ca- my caption for our IG post on it was that it can't be it can't possibly be any worse. <laughs> it can't be worse. Yeah, so I mean that's the thing. I mean <clears throat> Lego usually does pretty good. So I know that the original Star Wars holiday special is not It was bad. Not good. Even Mark Hamill makes fun of it. So it'll be interesting to see if this is equally as campy or as as but I doubt it will be. It's going to be on Disney Plus. So. But here's the thing: like you know, always try to look for silver lining. Gave us our first appearance of Boba Fett. Yeah, he didn't look anything like that when would, we got to the movies. But. I would put any amount of money on it that in this you're going to get a Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Oh, sure. Like, like appearance in some way, shape, or form. Um, but speaking of Mandalorian, that also we're, yeah. we were officially a month away. Friday, or no, no, two no, weeks away. Sorry, two weeks. Two yeah. weeks away. We're a mo- we were a month away. Wednesday from the release of PlayStation Five. Yeah. Sorry, um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I, I, like I said, we 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 we've kind of been counting down the the, the days every time. I've we... been waiting for this since last October. Yeah, so I'm excited for it. Um, I think it's going to be good. Um, there's a lot of buzz. Apparently, they. <laughs> They've been there's been a lot of internal like not turmoil but discussion that basically said that Mandalorian is carrying the the Star Wars franchise mm-hmm. in a sense like like commercially speaking yeah like that's where all the money's getting made right now that's where well there's know, no movie yeah that's where all the fanfare well they were expecting I think the same. They were expecting, like, you know, like, the original movies, like, to, to this day, like, you're still buying Luke Skywalker shit. Yeah. Nobody cares about any of the characters from the newer movies at this point. Like, people were buying it, but they're not, like, they're not, there's not, like, a rabbit fan base for it. Yeah, I mean, it, the, I, I'd say the, of the modern stuff, the only movie where people were, like, really, like, into it was Rogue One. Yeah, but what I'm saying though is, is if you're talking in in the sense of commercially speaking, oh, yeah. you're definitely getting way more interest in in this whole Mandalorian yeah definitely franchise, and obviously like anywhere you go that's Baby Yoda like everything yeah everything is Baby dude Yoda. I went to uh, I went to a high store and they had uh, little Baby Yoda figures oh we went to we went to we went to um. Barnes and Nobles yesterday, nothing but Baby Yoda. We went to Spirit, which I didn't even know Spirit was opening stores. I thought they weren't, but there's an empty AC Moore store at the end of the the avenue near us, and then, of course, Spirit was there. Yeah, they filled filled those voids. Yeah, they filled that void real quick. Um, But in there, I mean, they had a whole whole giant display of Baby Yoda stuff. I mean, yeah, like I said, I I think commercially this is, is, is the... This is the thing for the star wars franchise at, at least for now yeah so um i think that, that's it for shows yeah as far as shows and entertainment obviously charlie didn't do his homework on the boys so we can't talk about yes, that yet but yeah, sorry um yeah just without spoiling it season two end it just as crazy as season one and i'm super excited for season three i'm glad it already got renewed and apparently i, th- I think they said they were trying to do a spinoff show but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm definitely down for any more boys universe stuff. But they also, uh, oh, sorry. 
Um, one thing I do want to talk about Amazon wise uh, entertainment. Um, so Invincible, it's a independent comic. They're doing an animated show based off the comic on Amazon, and the f- the the trailer looked awesome. So I read Invincible. This has to go back probably five six years ago. Yeah. Um, and I read like I think it was probably like volume one of everything and i enjoyed it for what it was uh it wasn't something that i kept up with but um yeah i mean maybe doing a show will peak that interest peak that interest and yeah i'm i'm probably gonna go back and like you said i'll get a collected edition here or there and give it a read um I, i didn't do that before the boys and maybe that's why i'm enjoying the boys so much but even people who read the comic are like this isn't as accurate to the comic as it probably should be they're even like loving it and enjoying it so i mean if you have that going for you, I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, obviously, Invincible, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, t- we'll cover the boys a little bit once Charlie gets caught up on it. Um, and then you we were talking about Supernatural finishing. I almost forgot. Walking Dead's done after this season, apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. And Walking Dead, I used to watch it. Yeah, religiously. Every, yeah, every week I was watching it. And then... Um, I'm trying to remember where I stopped. Negan. I stopped it. I didn't stop because of Negan. I stopped. So. I stopped when the, when the, um, when they beat Negan is when I stopped because I was like, I was like, Negan's the most interesting thing that they've done to this point. And like, I didn't know where we were going after that. And I was pretty caught up in the comics. Yeah. So I knew like there was, there was about to be a lull of entertainment and that's essentially what happened. Yep. Yeah, that's where I stopped too. Yeah, because I remember it was him and Rick on the, uh, you know, with, I guess it was like the broken glass or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Well, the thing is, is he, in the comic, he he became a good guy much much sooner in which with, with way less, like, crazy shit right. than he did in the show. And I understand why, but... And I would say I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And he's obviously, he's still involved in the show. They, I think they said that like this iteration of The Walking Dead's ending, they're not ending the franchise. Yeah, they're they're doing more. I guess there's going to be more stuff with Daryl and Carol and, and uh, they the said, Fear the Walking Dead stuff. And they, they also said that there's a potentiality that Negan will get his own show. But he's got his own book too now. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I, I was kind of done. Like I said, I was done with that universe a couple of years ago. I know there's a lot of people that are diehard Walking Dead fans. So, I mean, I, sad to see the originals kind of go, but you, you figured it had to happen. Well, so. and then they're going to do the Walking Dead movie. Yeah. So it is. Uh, you're you're going to get your fix. Yeah. Um, so we'll move uh, move out of the world of entertainment and take you over to the side planet of uh, convention world, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot going on. Um, we we covered Hasbro PulseCon in depth in the last Around the Multiverse episode. Um, we touched on NYCC and what was coming out and what we were looking into getting. Um, were you successful? Well, you personally, won. yeah, <laughs> personally, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't achieve anything. Uh, but our our good friend Colleen was able to yeah. to help me out and uh, score that uh, Pixar uh, up pop yeah so uh, uh, the only pop i knew i was gonna probably need some assistance on was the joker um luckily brian and steven both looked out for me and you know me i don't mind having more than one so i was like cool so i, I, I ended up getting two of him i got um 
my Nightwing, who's sitting over there. And then I got the comic book guy from Hot Topic, too. I couldn't yeah. pass that up. It's <laughs> it's such a cool, like, comic-related pop. I'm not even a Simpsons collector, but it was, it was too good to pass up. And then um, I got Wonder Woman, who's up on the shelf above you. Um, I got her from Barnes and Nobles. So I was pretty successful in what I wanted as far as grabbing the pops for myself, like getting the pops for myself or lining it up to make sure people who got access to the, the Joker pop, they could get it for me. Um, but let's talk about access. So with Virtual Con 4 or NYCC, um, you got basically you 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 signed up for funko fun club and you got access to nycc pops right and we didn't quite know what that meant when they they didn't really i mean they did but they didn't tell you what you were getting or not getting and they told us like hey we're getting you're gonna get access to all the show exclusives this that, and the third and then on this date you'll get access to to, to, to the rest of them and you're like okay cool you know whatever and um so it ended up being like the first day it was like it was only a couple pops it was like like four or five it was like it was was it um snake from escape from new york which was was limited to like a thousand mm. ben bloody ben from umbrella academy which was limited to like another like 1500 and another and so you you had the opportunity to get those pops and then the next day was just regular f convention pops so you had the ability to get, you know, anything that was available elsewhere. Um, and you actually could have went in and done it yourself. You didn't even need the pass for that day. Right. Um, but uh, I ended up getting all my stuff from the retailers, which I kind of wish I didn't at this point. Because I wish I would have known that I could have just got Nightwing, Comic Book Guy, and Wonder Woman all on Funko. Because I would have ordered through Funko and they would have came shipped, protected. Right. Well, I got my... I got my hot topic pops perfect because they came in hard protector with a little bit of bubble wrap where wonder woman looked like she had been played hacky sack with <laughs> which i'm not like mad at really because she's out of box anyways but obviously one day if i do look to sell the collection like that's a box i don't have now right um but i was successful so i can't complain and there, there was a lot of people who missed out on things that they wanted including that wonder woman pop um so I'm happy that my collection is complete still. And I actually end up spending a lot more money <laughs> on Funko because I was, you know, I, some some of the more common ones I, I let go and I don't like look for. And, you know, I, I know I'll be able to get them down the line. So so I just took advantage of um, Hot Topic had a $9 pop thing. So I got all the Wonder Woman line that I been neglecting to get for 84 i got all those i got a couple of the holiday exclusives through hot topic and i ended up spending like 120 Jeez. which but i got 14 pops yeah so i was like it's it, a little less than 10 dollars a pop i was pretty happy with um pre-ordered some stuff through entertainment earth um the rest of the holiday edition pops um so they'll ship whenever i don't really care there's those just like the breast cancer awareness pops will not be displayed they'll right. be put into the vault and they'll go back with like the rainbow Batman from entertainment <laughs> earth. Cause obviously I have selective shelf room. Right. I don't like, I'm only going to display one or two wonder woman. Honestly, the next one I'll display is probably cheetah. And then the rest of them will go probably Maxwell Lord too. Cause he's a, a pretty significant character. 
Um, but uh, I, I thought the way Funko handled it, it was beautiful. This yeah. is the first time I can honestly say that. And I wasn't hurt. I wasn't upset that I didn't get an invite. I didn't get my, my golden ticket, so to speak. I knew people that had it. They got it. And I was able to get my stuff through them if they didn't want it. So my thing is, is our Facebook community is obviously assisted in that, but friendships obviously matter as well. But I also, like I said, my big thing that I see in like a lot of these people that got upset over that, I'm like, you don't realize this is exactly how New York Comic Con would have been. Right. You get your lottery spot. If you win it, then you get to go stand in line and get your pops. If you don't get it you don't get it and you're paying full retail or you're hoping that you get it through a retailer or the funko shop so at the end of the day all they did was just implemented their normal fucking system which they right. should have done for san diego in yeah. emerald city and all the others that were, were canceled and i'm hoping that funko does this from now on yeah it makes sense and why not though too okay so you go to Funko, right? And you, you go to New York Comic Con, you're expecting that, that snake pop that was a thousand uh, quantity, right? You go there, they only have 500, right? Well, they put, or they have 750 with them. They put 250 of them online, right? Why can't they do that? And then they just give out 250 passes. Like, oh, you've been, you of, of of one million Funko Club members have been selected. That's a cool get. Yeah. Because guess what? Only only fifteen hundred people are probably going to get selected for for the lottery system at San or at San Diego or or um, New York. Well, so it's it, it, it's creating. You know, it's doing it. It's creating a level of of exclusivity for a brand that has become pretty much watered down market value plastic. Yeah. Well, but here's so here's a a, a a different I guess light on it too. So, unfortunately, doing it this way also creates this situation where people are going to try to get those tickets just like they would at at Comic Con, except now they don't actually have to get on an airplane, fly somewhere, yeah. stay in a hotel, do all those things. They could just do it digitally to try to get these things, and then turn around and sell them for a high, uh, uh, way more than what they're definitely worth yeah. and, uh, and do it that way, which look, we've, we've had the discussion about flipping and, and all that stuff. And, and that is what it is. It's part of the hobby. Um, I think the thing that, that through all of this, that has given me heartburn is just like with every, every con season, it's, Oh, Hey, can you grab me this because you're you you have it, and that's part of what our communities are for. But then you'll see those same people that are, hey, can you grab me this for just regular shit, and turn around to just sell, sell it. it, and and that's oh. and that is what is super super aggravating. So we're so we're, we've we've been dealing with in our group. And, you know, our group's great. Yeah. We, we haven't had the issue of flipping. And it's funny because, like, we see all the other groups, national groups, other local groups, so on and so forth. And, like, every day it's a message about flipping from their admins or moderators. Oh, we're not this. We're not that. We're not this. We're not that. And MACC just isn't. And I think our members know that, like, well, we can't post here. It's going to be deleted. And, I, <laughs> and part of that is, uh, is, is, is on our moderator 
you know, or I'll say moderator and Daniel. I mean, he that guy's a freaking dude. He is on it, on it, and it's great. And obviously, if he doesn't catch something, me, you, Brian, anybody, we catch it. But it's funny to see that. But like, it's it's funny because some of the people in these other groups, like we know them, we we all yeah. run in the same circles. We know you have an eBay account, kid. <laughs> right? Stop playing these games. Like you, you're this end all be all like non flipper extraordinaire, dude. The same <laughs> pictures you're posting on these groups of your hauls, and I can't believe I got my mail call, are the same shit that you just put on your eBay account not even ten minutes before. And don't get me wrong, he he might be buying or they might be buying two of everything or whatever. That's cool, awesome. But then you don't get to get onto your onto your Facebook page or your Facebook group, our Facebook group, or any Facebook group, and bash on somebody for flipping. Right. When you're doing the same shit, you're just not doing it in this forum. You're not doing it on this feed. Like, and it's just hypocritical. And it's funny because I can say in the in the, the seven years I've been collecting Funko, or really been a, an avid collector, so to speak, um, I, I don't think I've ever sold a pop to someone at a price higher than what I paid for it. I just, I haven't. I haven't had the need to. I haven't gotten rid of many pops. Right. However, I have traded pops or done something along those lines where the values equaled out. Yeah. And like I said, you know, I highlighted on our, our page the other day, somebody talked about they traded something for something and it like the values like didn't end up. And I was like, imagine me and the guy that traded me his OG Ghost Rider pop for a in a beat up box for a Independence Day alien chase, right? Where the Independence Alien Day chase or Independence Day alien chase isn't worth fucking eight bucks, I don't think, right? And that Ghost, Ghost Rider is over over a hundred bucks, yeah. And I ended up was I was lucky enough that I knew a buddy of mine who collected Funko. Who was an avid out of box collector, but he he collect he kept all his boxes. Who had that Ghost Rider box, and he literally gave me his box. He was like, "Here, just take the box. I don't need it." I'm like, oh fuck yeah, awesome, nice. You know, the box in of itself is probably worth more than the pop than most <laughs> right. collectors. Well, and and so like, and he's the only other than Spider Man. He is the only Marvel pop on my wall. Right, and like I said, but like that's my point though, like. I'm not saying if you run a Facebook group for collecting that you can't be a flipper. Like you can't be a guy who goes out and like when you see like a, a, a hot, hard to get item, you don't buy two of them. But don't come on like to a page and be like, not for sale, not for trade. Look at my haul. Look at my shit. Look at my stuff that I found for my collection. And then like you, we know you're we know you're on eBay. Like you've either said it or it's come up in conversation. And we go to your eBay in the same exact item pretty much with the same exact picture same exact photo the same exact photo is on your ebay listing that you just bragged about your like at that point you're not collecting right. you're 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 selling right like and that's fine we have people that are like that well and and, and yeah look man i get it like it's the hobby is full of it right yes there and and that's what creates the hobby it, it, it's just like when you you buy anything right you buy multiples it's you hope that you can get something of equal or even more value, right? Like yeah. you, you hope that it, it, it increases in value. That's that's kind of part of the allure of the hobby. But yeah, like you said, like 
don't come I don't understand the posts. I, yes. I just, I'm sorry. And I, I know we're, 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 we're beating a dead horse here at this point, but I'm like, I don't understand. You will, you will never. The hall post that turns into, I'm just turning around and selling. So these. we, we obviously, we follow this form. We follow this form of medium intently collecting toys, comics, wrestling, everything we talk about on this show. We follow the social pulse of it pretty well on social media. So when we, you know, we see people like constantly complaining about how Funko handles their business or how, you know, Hasbro does things or DC's handling things, but then they're of the same people that are attributing to some of the problems that the collecting culture or world is having. Like we take exception to it because we like to think we're like the good guys of the collector multiverse. Like we're like, if we're, if you're somebody that says, Hey man, like I'm looking for this item. Like when I go out to the store, I look at, I look for you. I look out for you. I look for that item. And if I find that item, I shoot you a message. Hey man, I got this. You want me to pick it up for you? Oh yeah, cool. Okay. Well, you know, sometimes I wouldn't even ask you to pay for it. I'd be like, I'll just grab it for you. It doesn't matter to me. Or if you're like insistent, like, no, we'll give you some, I want to give you some money. Okay, cool. Just give me whatever I paid for it. Yeah. Like, I'm not in this. I'm not in this to turn it into like a business where some of these guys have, and yeah. but they're the same ones running groups or being a part of groups that, and then they try to shame people and they're like, "Oh, you're a flipper. Yeah. You're a flipper. We don't accept that here." But come over my eBay page. That's right. where I do it. Right. And you're like, you're just, you're just a, sh- you're, a, you know, you know what you are. You're a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's all you are. Well, you're taking advantage, and this is why. This is why I only help people. Mac. Yeah. This is that's the whole reason. That's why I'm not part of any other groups other than Mac. And it's funny because our group actually got for the first honestly, this is the first time. Other than the bullshit with uh the uh with Ace Hole. Um <laughs> you know, other than that shit, this is the first time our group actually got publicly tagged or like labeled in some sort of disgruntledness in another group and i'm not going to name names and if they listen or their people listen they'll, they'll know who we're talking about but i addressed it and i addressed it with the person because he i never i didn't know he had any issues with with macc or how things were done and you know me running the group and kind of you know being the creator of it i, I like to know if we're not doing something yeah. right so i addressed it with him i messaged him and even he's like you know it, it means a lot to me that you re- he's not a member of our group anymore he's like it does mean a lot to me that you reached out and that you know obviously we discussed and you've taken some actions since i've left it you know would have greatly different differed my experience or whatever but it's funny because we took i took that that post to our mods and i'm like does anybody have a relationship with him or can reach out to him let him know that i reached out to him and like we talked about it and they're like i feel terrible i helped him so much like i got so many things for him and you know sold it to him at retail or just gave it to him and like he's talking crap about our group and our community like we didn't help him and i'm like well, I was unaware of that. I don't know that. Right. And it doesn't matter to me. I mean, that's your prerogative. That's what our group's about. But, like, I do agree with them. Them saying, like, like, oh, well, him basically crapping on them and then us saying, like, well, we helped you, dude. Like, Well, and, and that's it. And I think that's what the root of it all comes down to is, like, we have a lot of pride for our group. And, yeah, it's, it, at the end of the day, it's just a Facebook group, right? But But it's our group it was also it it was also very problematic like you and and i i 
Um, you you've said uh, like you you said your biggest issue with all that that happened was the response from the people who run that page and I understand that and I like I said I did talk to him and he was like oh I didn't I, I didn't realize that yeah. you guys were even labeled in it I'm like well you were tagged in it and then you commented on it and like in my head I'm like okay I, I'm not here for all that because obviously I'm still friendly with them and I said I just want to talk to the guy who posted and I'm not friends with him can you reach out to him because you are and tell him to sh shoot me a message but, and he did I don't know if Chris did or didn't or if somebody else got a hold of him told him hey Mark messaged you but at the end of the day I we squashed all the, the, the business and the beef and he was like I would gladly come back to Mac yeah. He's like knowing that like you guys have taken like the strides that you've taken to like I was like I didn't know anything was going on with you if I don't know at the time it would have been addressed at the time well, yeah. but it's funny because like I looked at the dates of the messages that you had with him and then I looked at the dates of the removal of the individual causing his stress they were like fucking a week apart yeah and I'm like if you'd have just waited a week you you like the guy you were having issues with was publicly removed and like addressed. So at the end of the day, I was like, it is what it is. And I, I left that conversation very pleased and I was very happy. But like I said, my issue is, is we're getting, we were getting drugged through the mud in a group that it seems like every day there's an issue in it where you come over to our side of the fence. Our, we're, we're keeping our shop clean. We're trying, trying to, trying to. Yeah. And it's funny because like you said, the person that we seem to have the biggest issue with, with the flipping thing, you know, he was one of our biggest rule vi violators and now he's assisting with the running of a group and i'm like how the hell does that happen yeah how does that even make sense like he was just removed from our group for for christ's sake <laughs> but we well, di we digress man we yeah. fucking dove down that rabbit hole Shoot. um so we'll talk <laughs> back to nycc and some of the convention uh releases um plastic empire um, well, let's before we dive into NYCC Target Con very quick. Yeah, you had a bunch of Disney uh, pops come out, some Alice in Wonderland teacup, some bullshit. Um, but you also got the Batman Artist series, um, black and yellow, and blue and yellow. Yep, blue and yellow. And then you got um, the Wonder or the Batgirl Breast Cancer Edition. Um, I was successful in that in part because of Mac. Uh, we went. Me and my wife went early uh, on a Sunday morning to, or Saturday morning, whenever the day was, to um, Target, and I happened to not be there when the doors opened because, you know, I'm a parent and <laughs> got to get my kid together. So we got in, and I was like fourth in line, I believe. And um, Jason Swoboda was there. Um, he's a very, very um, avid Funko collector, uh, one of the, I, I consider Funko originals when I think of collecting in our area. Um, and then some other, and pretty much everybody else in line was MACC members. I mean, Jason is as well. Um, we were talking and I, you know, I asked, is everybody a member? There was like one or two guys that weren't, they requested and I approved. Um, but it was organized. Like they, it was funny because like target knew this was happening, but they had no idea where the pops were or whatever, which I don't blame them. There's a lot of room in the stock room, right. but you know, they, they worked with us. Like we were giving them the numbers, the item numbers, telling them how, you know, they were telling us we had this many in stock. We'll go back and we'll look. And they were able to find them. And I ended up getting the yellow, the black and yellow Batman and the Batgirl with no issue. Now they only had, I think, two of the blue and yellow Batman. And they, Jason got one and Sam Howe got one. 
and I don't know Sam very well. I know he's come to some meets, and he's been he's a, a good dude. Man. He's been a great member of the group, and he's contributed not just you know by helping members, but also like you know footprint on the page. He's he's active quite a bit. Um, so I you know I said to J- I, as I was leaving, I just said to Jason, I said, hey, if you get a lead on a, a blue and yellow, let me know. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. I'll pay, you know, whatever. And see, I was like, here, just take mine. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, oh, you know, I can give you some money. He's like, no, nah, man. He's like, I haven't even bought it yet. He's like, we're still in the store. He's like, you can have it, man. He's like, I know you. And Jason's like, he is the Batman guy. He's like, oh, I know. <laughs> right. So, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's that's, the worst kept secret. In, that's that's in, the in but, Gotham. <laughs> yeah, but that's the that's the member. That's our members looking out. Yeah. And like Sam doesn't get nothing from that. He should, if anything, he lost. He lost the one, probably a pop he was interested in. But at the same time, you know, he he clearly knows that I collect it and I care a lot about my collection. So he, he, he now has a place on a shelf. You know, he, he's, it's, it's, it's. I, I've tried to find a place for every gift I'm ever given right. in my room, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes they, they, they get regulated to like a back of a shelf or something. His is sitting on the first shelf you see when you walk down the steps. And like I said, it's one of those things that like I, and that's one thing, that's a story I'll remember because it's associated to Mac. Yeah. Well, so you brought up something. So like with these releases, with these drops and everything, you know how they'll put the pops out and you, what we're seeing is, you know, and we've even seen it in our group is, they're street dated. So what does somebody do when they find a street dated pop that they can't buy? They're like, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to scan this other pop for this one. And I'm going to take it out. So what does that create then? It creates a situation where the numbers that you're using because people are using BrickSeek or whatever, yeah. they're going, well, it says you have six in stock. Well, but you don't because somebody has already bought it. Somebody already bought it. But they didn't actually buy it, yeah. and that's where you know we you know we we get into these things. So I I like how Target has for like for Target Con where they're like here it is, here it, like I'm gonna physically hand it to you. I'm not going to sit them out on the shelves and and let it just uh, you know run its course, or or you know let the chips fall where they may. I like the the handing out of things two individuals it makes it a lot more of a of a controlled thing whereas if they just sit them on the shelves people are going to just snatch them up and take it It, but i've noticed that it's only funko that we have this issue with action figures anything else like i don't see this same amount of uh i don't know what to call it chaos i don't know what would you call it um uh, as far as Funko collectors go, well, like just it's get, manic. It's get, a manic. It's it's manic. It's it's like a manic attitude. Like they get into the store, and because some unreliable bullshit website says that Target has six of something, and then they go back and. This person is staffed there. They're paid to be there. They're trained to be there. They know how to work their system. They looked up the number. They tell you, well, we only have four. Well, this says you had six. This says you had six. All right, sir. Well, I'm telling you, our system in the now, our system that it's it's target it, literally it's target branded, says we only have four. Let me go in the back and look for you. And when they come out and they only come out with two, you're like, sorry, sir, this is all I could find. Take the fucking two and be happy. Right. Or just say, okay. I'll co- okay, I want the rest, but I'll take these two. I'll come back at another time, maybe when you guys are done unpacking, since I came as soon as the truck showed up. Right. Like, 
Funko collectors, man, I don't get it. And I, I won't get it. And like everybody's different. But like the lining up, we're going to get ready to talk about Plastic Empire here. Yeah. Um, and I know Dustin, um, not like a, a super personal level, but me and him have had, as a guy from Maryland and him being a guy from Georgia, the owner of Plastic Empire, I've had more conversations with Dustin in person than most of other shops in Maryland. Um, so my thing is, is, you know, We've seen how crazy people are with funk, like lining up at, in malls, like in the midst of a pandemic, lining up in malls and getting in arguments with security. Who's like, we can't have you just sitting in here right now. Like you don't have a purpose here. Like you're not shopping currently because nothing's open. Please go outside and wait for the mall to actually open. We're in a pandemic. We're trying to limit, <laughs> limit exposures and people are getting upset. Oh, they made us move outside. Well, they made you move outside yeah. because you're in a pandemic and they don't want people <laughs> inside sitting three feet away from one another. So when they get, when you get sick and then you sue them all because they didn't enforce social distancing over some vinyl toy, like, like it, it just, yeah. it, it's ramifications for actions. However, so when I, so let, let's just, let's just dive into it. Let's dive into it. Cause I don't think. So we'll talk Mezco afterwards and, yeah. and Funko Ween afterwards because it's all it, that all goes into to you know. So back to New York. Um, obviously, Plastic Empire uh, broke the internet. I would say, so to speak, in the Funko community with news of their Back to the Future exclusive uh, Marty McFly radioactive glow in the dark three thousand three thousand piece right? Yeah. So, um, so what was it? Yeah. If you don't know who Plastic Empire is, they're a relatively small, um, small pop vinyl uh, store, and I, and I say pop vinyl because a majority of their product line is is Funko Pops, but they carry a ton of other vinyl toys as well. They have Chomp, they have um, Tiny Ghost, Tiny Ghost, they have Kid Robot, they have all. If you're a major brand, they usually carry it, and they carry a lot of independent stuff too. Great shop. Dustin is a tremendous owner. Um, he's helped Mac out a bunch, unbeknownst because of his relationship with Steven. Um, we've gotten a bunch of pops or things through him, signed stuff, things like that, um, just through events he's run or done and Steven been a part of, and we get, you know, we obviously benefit from. But like I said, you know, they're a small shop. It's him, his wife. And at the time, you know, before the pandemic, when I was in there last, I think he had three people working for him. I don't even know if he has that anymore. Um, but so you're talking about one guy combating the internet, basically. And we know what happens. Bots happen. Yeah. So when the, the when when Marty McFly went live, you you he sold out in 13 seconds, I think was the, the going rate is what people were saying. Within 13 seconds of him going up, he was sold out. And Dustin came out and said that if your name, credit card number, address, anything, email, anything came up multiple times because he was limiting it to one per customer online, would be deleted and you, would, you wouldn't be getting your order at all. So he's the first small store I've ever seen do that in six years of collecting. And it was fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> Toy Tokyo's never done it. Uh, Gemini's never done it. Um, Big Apple's never done it. Any of these stores have never done this. And like I said, my thing is, it. so the way he did it was he went through and he, he hand deleted. 
he, him and his wife went through and deleted every order that needed to be deleted. And then they went through and they were like, okay, well now we have of 1300 or 30 or, you know, 3,000 or 3,000, we have 2,000 left. Okay. So now we're going to take those and we'll put those online. And they did it by like a passcode and you had to get on, you know, within the first couple of minutes of that passcode to really get a real shot at it. Well, you know, if you were lucky, you were lucky. And then, they did the same thing. They said, okay, well, if we're going to do it this way, then so on and so forth, blah, 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 blah. We're going to delete all the duplicates from that. And that's what they did. And they did it step by step by step. And then what was the last, or the last one, you had to send an email with your name and, and address um, to plastic, to Marty McFly at plasticempire.com. And then they picked from those and sent out the last of a little bit of the online. And then the rest of them were saved for an in-store event, which was held today. Um, God, they were getting fucking demolished online. Right. People were losing their mind. This is such bullshit. They're not, they don't care about collectors. They don't care about this. They don't care about that. And it was wine, 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 wine. And I'm like, shut, the, shut up. First of all, this is the first pop in forever that has been an exclusive to a small store. Mm-hmm. And that's appreciative in and of itself because I can't imagine what he paid for the licensing <laughs> right. to have this done. So first complaint, I can't believe we're paying $35 for a freaking exclusive. This is going to open up the floodgates for other places to do the same thing. No, it's not because this is a 3,000 piece item. Right. You know, nobody complained when Toy Tokyo did the same shit with the Batmans when they, they jacked it up to $25 a pop. Okay, so he went up ten dollars more than what Toy Tokyo went up to. Like that's what I'm uh, like. That was my first my first thing I was hearing and listening, and I'm like, no, like we're not going to play this game of like, oh, what was us? We have to pay an extra, you know, an extra twenty bucks for this pop. Yeah, you do. So instantly, your market value is already thirty five. Congratulations, you just you're you're twenty dollars up on on most normal pops, but you also are buying a pop that you know is instantly going to be worth three four hundred bucks. So what's it matter? Right. And like I said, you know, if I was him, I would have raised the price to fifty bucks a pop. I had no problem paying one hundred twenty dollars for the three pops. I would have because I actually I have the Mark Hamill pops. I have at least one of them. I think I have both of them. Actually, I'm looking now. I have both of the Mark Hamill. I I don't have the third one. But like I said, I I tried to get that pop not because it's my collection, but I wanted a I wanted a good door prize, a raffle prize for our meets for MACC. Okay. Am I heartbroken I didn't get one? No, because guess what? Dustin did it the right way. Yeah, he ensured that if you got it in your hands and if you were going to flip it, you had to get only one. So you only got one. You couldn't get three, four, five of them. And like I said, people were having such a hard time with the fact that like this is a small mom and pop business running on Shopify that like, you know, for normal purposes and normal business isn't like getting a thousand customers in, in right. 20 seconds. Like they did it the right way. And if you got your pop, you deserved it. And they determined who deserved it. Sorry. Yep. Sucks to suck. Don't be a flipper. Don't be a bot user and you won't have this problem. Right. And like I said, though, I, it made my blood boil because I know Dustin and he is a great guy. He's, he's nice as can be. He's, you know, and I'm not just saying that because of, of a professional relationship with him. He doesn't know me very well. I'm, I'm the friend from Baltimore that visits Steven in Georgia. 
But when I'm in there, man, like in like I'm interested in something, he works with me. He, he you know, and trust me, I'm not in there buying new shit. I'm not asking for him to knock a dollar two off of a, a Wonder Woman eighty four pop. Right. Like we're you know, and I and I go in there fully intent on spending every bit the money that's necessary to buy the item. But he always is like, oh, let me, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. And like I said, it, it's sad to me that he his shop got fucking linchpinned like that because people were like, oh, complain about the price. Well, what do you think it cost him to get the license? Yeah, I mean, it's it's 3000 He's a small shop. He's got to get them. They've got to make them. Yeah, they've got the mold, but they still got to make them. Make them. Right? They still got to They still gotta he's sticker gotta, them. They still got to bring them in. And let's just say out of those 3,000 pops, do they show up in, in mint condition? Because, you know, the yeah. box has got to be pristine. Perfect. You, yeah, you can't exactly. have it, you know, have a small crease under the sticker. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, is you're paying three, you're getting 3,000 items with your store's name on it. That is a, a it'd be different if like it was like the th the Plastic Empire uh, Gorilla, because that's his, yeah. his store logo. Okay. It's a Gorilla Pop from Plastic Empire. Like that might be popular. He got Marty McFly. Yeah. Like one of the most popular movie characters in movie franchises of all time. Yeah. He had to pay for that. It's not just free because, and I can tell you this, he's probably got a decent account with Funko, mm -hmm. but I guarantee you he's not even in the top probably 10 or 15 people in the, in the country or in the world that are buying from Funko. But he's one of the first, I can tell you in a very long time, that got a Funko Pop with his store sticker. Name me the last store sticker pop you can think of that's not a major box brand. Conquest Comics, maybe for Harley Quinn. You get what, um, who was, what was uh, Wonder Woman, or, uh, or Wolverine, the, Wolver the, the maskless Wolverine. I, I can't even remember the, it was like Toxic or something comics. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But like I said, it's not, it's not normal. It's not a normal thing to see. And like I said, I don't know if he's planning on doing this again. Christ, I, I hope the next one's smoother for him. I really do. It's yeah. it was very sad to see how how excited everybody was for the pop, and then just because they didn't get it, they turned on the store, which like, is it, it's unfair. It is. It's unfair. And if if you're trashing them, you should feel bad. Yeah, you should. You should feel awful about yourself. The guy's a small business owner. He's trying to in do the midst of a pandemic. You're complaining that he charged twenty dollars more for a pop. Like you know, he's not going through the same struggles everybody else is going through. He needs to make money to feed his family. Like, yeah. But, um, so, hey, Plastic Empire, if you're listening, man, Dustin. Hey, thanks for thanks for doing what, what you're you doing. Did. Yeah, and keep keep being you. You're you're fucking great. So, um, so we'll go over uh, Funko Ween real quick. Uh, uh, Boo Berry, Soda, Homer Simpson, Glow in the Dark, Jack in the Box, uh, Glow in the Dark, Casper, and then there was a third pop. Um, I don't know. It's on our... Yeah. Nothing that I was interested in. I don't think it caught a lot of like a lot of fanfare, but at the end of the day, it is... I mean, it's Funko, so obviously <laughs> people people were like, oh, this is, is this going to be worth something? Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, uh, it's a minion. Okay. Yeah. Super, super stoked. Um However, we're going to move on to Mezco. Yeah. Um, Mezco is something I'm very excited about. Actually, um, keep your eyes peeled on Amazon. Anybody that's a Mezco collector like myself, I just got the Supreme Night Batman for 80 bucks shipped. Nice. Um, which is pretty much sold out on pre-order everywhere. I actually ha thought I had it on pre-order at 
Big Bad Toy Store, it turns out I have the PX exclusive. So now I'm going to have three versions of the Supreme <laughs> Knight figure because I didn't realize I had the, the blue version. I have the Shadow Edition that came out on Batman Day. Right. Um, so, like I said, I got that for 80 bucks. They, they released a Harley Quinn, a Blade, and something else on there as well. It was, I think it was a small like, mom-and-pop toy show, yeah. toy shop that was just putting their stuff on Amazon, which is really convenient because I needed the black and gray one. Um, but yeah, so like Mezco, um, they have their their five points yes. line, and uh, you know, like for old school figures, like that's that's kind of what we had, right? Yeah. The five points of articulation. That's that's what that's based off of. Well, they did a Batman uh, sixty six uh, like diorama set, it, and it it looks really cool. Uh, lots of accessories, lots of um, really neat things. So you get the Adam West Batman, you get the Burt Ward Robin, you get the the Batmobile, you get a Commissioner Gordon, uh, a Riddler, a Joker, a Penguin, uh, and a Catwoman. And then you get like all these different... Uh, like, yeah, accessories. Accessories. And, and um, let's see. Uh, you even get like the boom and pow like yeah. <laughs> signs uh, that you know would pop only, up during the show, and it was only one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and then you get like all these again those diorama pieces, so like it looks like you know the the cave go you know or the the tunnel leading to the Bat Cave or um, Wayne Manor in the background or the inside of the Bat Cave with. Uh, with like all these like computers and, and everything. So really cool, really cool set. Um, you know, Mezco, I mean, Mezco doesn't typically do a bad job with anything though. Yeah. They, they definitely put their, um, their heart and soul and everything. And, you know, even for these being just five points of articulation figures, they look really good. They look good. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Mezco, um, I'm probably more of the, the Mezco guy, um, now, so to speak, but, um, Mezco Con has been going on the mm -hmm. last two days, and they released yesterday some teaser images for some items that are coming out. Um, one was a Predator statue. Um, I didn't even know they were in the statues, but I guess they are. Um, there's some of them with Predator, and then also um, they're coming out with... Um, shit, sorry. Dr. Fate. Mm -hmm. um, and they teased it a couple of days ago and then they obviously announced it um, that will definitely be one I'm adding to my collection I'm a big Dr. Fate fan he doesn't really get a lot of love in my opinion in the comics I think he's underused and same thing in, in pretty much every media but like I said I am very very excited for this figure it looks so good um, obviously they, they, they know how to pose and do all the cool shit and, um, but they have a Dr. Fate to go along. I'll have, I'll now have four Batman, um, Mezcos. I have dark side and I have a, uh, black Adam one over here. Um, I'm just waiting for Gambit. That's, <laughs> I've been waiting for Gambit though, for like what feels like a year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have, um, I have 66 or not 66, um, 89 i have michael keaton on order through them yeah. i'm waiting on him he keeps getting delayed but i'll wait forever for that one that's going to be a good it looks really really good um but that uh well so there are more statues out there no not not mezco or yeah. anything but um there's lots of statues that are coming out be it diamond select with their their gallery series the diamond the gallery series they just released an 89 keaton batman one and it's gorgeous he's standing on top of the globe like kind of holding his cape up a little bit it's awesome looking it's about 
two and a half feet tall. It's a big fucking statue. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot, and they're not bad looking statues. No, uh, the PVC statues have come a long way. Yeah, they've come a very long way. Um, so you know, and we, you know, I posted a bunch of them on yeah. our Instagram and Facebook and whatever. So you know, if people want to check those out, then yeah, I really like the the Bane. The Bane one was cool because um, it's the Nightfall. Yeah, but it's not. Somebody brought up they're like, it would be cooler if it was him breaking the bat. Uh, with Batman, yeah, that would be that would be a neat a, a neat scene in statue form. Yeah, I I mean I'm sure to produce it, it's uh, it can't be easy, but it would definitely be cool. Like even for like one of those like gallery type statues, like for something like that, I'm thinking that's a hundred and fifty dollar PVC yeah. statue, but I'd pay it. Yeah, right. Um, unlike on the sideshow side where everything is super yeah. expensive. Uh, but did you see that dark side? Yeah. I mean, Dude. that's, that's my only dilemma with, with one is size of statues from, from sideshow and price. Now you get what you pay for in quality and size, but you got to have the space for it. Like a lot of sideshow statues are like floor statues, yeah. at least in my room, so to speak. Like I don't have, I don't, I don't have a surface wide enough for some of the statues that, that are necessary for, you know, for, for that. Um, but like I said, I, I enjoy, I enjoy, um, sideshows. I, I enjoy quality. So like if I collect Funko, like I'm really going to like sideshow, right? Like I'm really going to like Mezco. Mezco's quality is pretty high. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of complaints with the last, the shadow Batman, the exclusive through them. Um, cause he, apparently the fabric of the suit rips really easily. So, but I don't modify mine or move mine too much. I actually haven't even taken him out of the box. I was debating whether I wanted to get rid of him or not. Speaking of flipping, right? Um, but uh, like I said, you know, I, you know, I, I'm a collector of it. I like, I like it, and I, and I do see like down the line, like I'll probably trade him. Right. I'll trade him for like an older Batman that I don't have. I'd like him to gain enough popularity that I could get a Dark Knight Returns Batman. That's the one that I really want. I'm not like some of these people are like completists with Mezco. They want like every one of each right. style. Like I have the Sovereign Knight one. That was my first Mezco I ever bought. And then I bought, um, you know, I got obviously the Shadow Edition. I got that because I didn't get the Supreme Knight original originally. But I'm interested in it. Um, like I said, I, I think Sideshow, if Sideshow could, you know, Iron Studios is also very good. Yeah. But I had an Iron Studios, I've, I got two separate Iron Studios Batman statues and they both came broken and the return policy is atrocious through, through Sideshow and, and, and Iron Studios, which you would think with paying the amount of money you pay, it was only a $50 statue. It was one of the big head ones that I, that I collect, but like I said, I... It is what it is. I, I wasn't too broken up. I actually didn't even send up, end up sending the second one back. I just kept it in the box. The heads broke off of it. Oh, and it's too heavy of a head to just glue. Right. So um, I'm kind of stuck with a broke statue, but it is what it is. Um, well, it's expensive stuff. Uh, Hot Toys continues to roll on with yeah. their, uh, their reveals for all their Star Wars figures and so you're getting a Django Fett. We're getting another like uh, Mandalorian. Well, Purge uh, Mandalorian. Um, let me see what else. Uh, th I think those are the ones that I haven't talked about yet. Uh, 
on our page. Oh, Death Watch. We're getting a Death Watch Mandalorian. Okay. Um, so they're they're really cool, and I guess it you know it helps because you know they can kind of use a lot of the similar molds and things to to make these uh, these figures. But uh, super detailed. They look great. Um, most of them are you know most of all these Star Wars ones are floating around the three hundred dollar mark though. Yeah, Hot Toys um, are just outrageous. Yeah, they're 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 like everybody said. I mean, they are nice. They're they're premium, but. I mean, you can pay eighty five bucks for a, a Mezco, and it's right, and it, it's good. It's yeah, great. It, it's equally as good and equally as collectible. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind having the Hot Toys Batman eighty nine figure. That's for sure. But right, it's a thousand dollars now. So I mean, um, and then uh, well, you mentioned Batman, so uh, McFarlane yeah. uh, is uh, taking on the license to do Princess Bride figures. So, we're going to get Princess Bride figures. Probably before you get anything other than Batman. <laughs> That'll be the first McFarlane toys that aren't Batman. Um, or yeah, Mc, will they? So, McFarlane, uh, w- we talked last time about the Walmart con stuff. And then, you know, they they have been trying. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not, being, it's not as successful of a line as they initially expected it to be or something. Because now they're adding in, like, all these, like like McFarlane exclusive design. They're like adding tiers like bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Um, they're doing basically chase versions and like, I don't know, maybe that's just like the build up buzz. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I was interested with just the regular characters as long as you just didn't keep doing Batman. Right. But so, and I think that's it as far as toys and stuff go. I yeah. mean, there's always new stuff coming out, so I'll be sure to try to post them as as they pop up. Yeah, I mean, by the you know, we'll I think we'll have one more recording session before. Should we technically be recording? Yeah, we'll be recording what November first. I think so. So we'll, we'll be recording before um, PlayStation and Xbox drop, um, but shortly thereafter that we should have some notification or some sort of wherewithal with that stuff because i'll own one um i'll be able to give some sort of firsthand um review and or thoughts and processes on on playstation 5 um but uh we're debating whether we want to go full time and do week week by week episodes um so we can cut down the runtime on these a little bit um but we'll keep you guys posted on ig and social media and like charlie said you know we post a lot about all the stuff we're going to cover on you get a little preview of what we're going to cover on most of these around the multiverse hot off the press and inside the ropes issues um just by following us on social media uh we cleaned up the shop a little bit this past week on social media all our social media handles now are at dgi podcast um that includes facebook instagram twitter and tiktok um, we uh, also have our Facebook group on um, Facebook uh, that you can find under the Dad's Got Issues podcast, but you can actually get redirected to that from our page um, yep. under that IDGI podcast. Um, so if you're not following us, give us a follow um, and stay up to date on all the current news events and things like that. Um, as soon as we find things out, we post them with our thoughts and feelings on them. Um, and obviously we're not insiders, so we don't break any news, but we definitely cover the news as it's broken. Yep. Um, anything else from you? No, man. 
All right. Well, that's your trip around the multiverse for issue number 20. Hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening, folks. Go ahead and hit our music. <laughs>